The universe is our friends. They're not withholding anything from you or saying you're you're not ready yet. They want to give you all of this. But energetically, if you're not a match, it cannot come. Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Hey, it's Morgan King with Connect Back In, and we're talking prosperity today, prosperity challenge, if you will, and specifically money. So disclaimer, if you have a lot of heat around money right now, you're not open to new perspectives, I would suggest probably listening to another episode because I'm going to go into it and I don't want to have to have a bunch of disclaimers throughout the episode. You're, you're here to get some info, some insight, ways in which you can create more prosperity in your life and you're excited about it and you're open. Great. If you're like, money is the root of all evil, I hate it. Whatever anybody says about it, stating that it's good or liars, then this isn't for you. And you are where you are. (laughs) It's totally cool if that's what you think. I'm going to suggest it's probably not serving you, but you do you, boo. Um, No judgment here from the last episode. But I, I want to share with you some principles that I've learned through other coaches, other podcasts I've listened to, I will not be referencing a lot of it because I don't remember where I got all of it, but just know that everything I share on here, it's not necessarily new. My interpretation of it might be unique and might be positioned in the perfect way for you to hear it. I'm starting to understand that I listen to books on repeat a lot And I learn something new from them every time. And it's kind of comical because I'll be like, oh my God, I had to listen to that chapter 20 times for me to finally get the message. Like poor person on the other side trying to convey this to people because (laughs) we can just be so closed off in our ways, specifically around money. And I want to just share with you a few things. Perhaps you can try this challenge on for size if you're looking to create some more cash flow in your life or just to create more ease when it comes to money. I've said this many a time before, but in our society, money reigns king. Being quote-unquote successful in a lot of our eyes is associated with someone that makes a lot of money. Even if they hate their lives in every other area, they're super unhealthy, they have no spiritual practice, they have shitty relationships, but you know what? They make a lot of money, so they're successful. It's kind of ridiculous when we take a step back, but money is great. Money is wonderful. We are all meant to be financially abundant, And while that may seem far-fetched based on where you might be in your life right now, I get it. I understand. But maybe, just maybe, you can take a listen, capture one piece from this episode, apply it to your life, start proving to yourself through experience because that is how we learn. I can talk to you about what's happened to me through these principles till I'm blue in the face. 
and you might not get anything from it. But the minute you practice this, you become the deliberate creator of your life and you start to recognize things changing, it gets not only easier, but way more fun because you're like, oh my gosh, I have a role in all of this. I'm not a victim to my life. It's not happening to me. I'm creating it based upon primarily your focus, your thoughts, your beliefs, and the way in which you operate in the world. So a couple of things to set the ground for. I want to share with you some principles. Again, you may have heard these before, or they may be net new, but I'm going to just touch on them lightly to set the tone for this. So money is just energy. And whatever energy we apply to it, money is just neutral. It's pieces of paper, if you will. And actually, if you take out physically all the money in the world from our bank accounts, there's only like 40% of it that physically exists. So it's not even physical. It's like a transfer in your bank account, right? We just trust that the money's in there. And like bank runs aren't a thing because banks are now backed by insurance companies, et cetera. But like back in the day, there were these bank runs where people would go and they'd try and physically capture the money out of the bank account. And nowadays, if you did that, it's not it's not going to be there. <laughs> so it's kind of cool if you think of it in that way, because it's not actually physically there. We just trust that it's there based on the numbers that we see in our account. Okay. But money is just energy. So the perfect example, I remember where I heard this one was Manifestation Babe. It's an incredible podcast. I highly recommend it. Um, She talks about how a kitchen knife is also neutral. So if you have a lot of beliefs around money, you might be like, it's not neutral. It's not just energy. It's not an exchange. Money is terrible, et cetera, right? You might have these really heavy beliefs. So let's just use something that is neutral, Most people don't have belief systems around a kitchen knife. And a kitchen knife is whatever energetic emotions, thoughts, and beliefs that you hold around it. For example, if you use it to cook a meal for your family, it's a great useful tool, especially when it's sharp. I hate dull knives. (laughs) But if you use it to stab somebody or kill someone or injure somebody, It's not the knife that's bad. It's the energy, the intention behind the knife that makes it not good, okay? So applying this to money, it is your intention behind it. It is an exchange of energy. And when this energy is neutral, it comes to you. So here's a way in which I can explain that further analogy. I also heard this on a podcast, and I don't remember which one. So if you've heard this before, great. But imagine that you're in a boardroom, and you're going in to negotiate a deal. And on the other side of the table are four people in business suits, right? And you walk in, you tell them your deal, and you're neutral about it. You're like, yo, My offer is $5 million, take it or leave it. I totally get it if it's not gonna work for you guys. If it does, fantastic, okay? 
neutral energy. Here is what most of us have around money is a lack, anxious, feverish energy that comes from not trusting money, not trusting the process. And I I understand we're not going into the backstory of where that may have came from. I want to come up with solutions for you that you can apply now. You don't have to continue working on your money shtick for the rest of your life. That's not what this is about. You can instantly change like right after this podcast, (laughs) hopefully. So imagine that you show up in this lack energy and you're like, yo, all right. So my offer, because I know there's this 5 million. So I'll only, I'm just going to offer 4 million. Okay. I'm going to give you a deal, but like, let's make this, I need this. I need this to work. I need this to happen. This has to be something that works for us, right? Like that worried, feverish, I need to know now. Can you tell me I need an answer now? Like they're going to be like to hell with you. Like you're, I don't know why you're freaking out. It's a little aggressive, right? Like that is what happens. So imagine the four people on the other side of the negotiation table. That's the energy, or excuse me, that's source. And they're not there to like punish you. That's not the idea here, which you could potentially grasp from this analogy. It's just that the energy of money that comes forward neutral, that neutral like attracts like, okay? And when you're neutral about money, you come from the energy of trusting, of abundance, and knowing that there's always more to go around, that there's not a finite pie, okay? The universe is going to take that deal, And again, I want to not make this seem as though you're doing something wrong and you need to change what you're doing and implement these practices. The universe will meet you where you're at. These are meant for you to perhaps inquire, see where your energy lies around money and ways in which you can shift. And maybe the universe sent you to this very podcast to do so. So they will always meet you where you are, okay? So I don't want you to try and think that you need to fix yourself and there's something wrong with you. These are just practices to help create positive change that will be more supportive to you. Okay, so um, another thing that I want to, a principle, foundation setting here, is all abundance comes from source. So if you're listening, I'm guessing by now you believe in something, a higher power, Anything works, whatever that is to you. There's no wrong way. But we have this illusion that money comes from specific people and and circumstances, our jobs, um, our paycheck, right? Like that's where a lot of us assume money comes from. And it does. But ultimately, all money comes from source, from spirit. It's like when you turn on the faucet. And water comes out of the faucet. Water doesn't just chill in the faucet all day long, right? It comes from these systems, whether you're on well or city, whatever. I don't know the intricacies of this, but you get the example that while it may appear as though it's coming specifically from one channel, it's coming from all these various other places. And then comes to you through that channel. So spirit works through people and circumstances to give you the prosperity 
that you desire, as long as you're a match to it. Okay, so this is the biggest piece. And these prosperity challenge principles I'm going to share with you are really all about shifting your focus. I'm going to guarantee right now that if you're in a position of lack, it is because you have focused on the areas of your life that are lacking. And what you focus on, you create more of. If 98% of your life is working and 2% isn't, and you're focused on the 2% only, 100% of your experience appears to not be working. Focus is a trap, and it's such an easy one to fall into because we lollygag oftentimes throughout our day. Lollygag, what a phenomenal word. (laughs) We lollygag through our days kind of unaware of how powerful we are And when we put our attention and focus on something, it creates more of that energy. Everything is frequency and energy, and it's always vibrating. And you attract what you are, and what you are is what you focus on, and what you focus on, you create more of, okay? So that was a whole spiel, but reminding you that money comes from source, What you focus on, you create more of. So let's create a prosperity focus. Let's give our attention to what we want. Disclaimer. Again, you might be thinking, I'm in debt up to my knees. So you're telling me to just ignore this. I am. Again, I'm not a financial advisor. So if this makes you angry or upset, please just turn it off. But if you are looking to make massive change financially in your life and prosperity, if you continue to focus on the areas of your life that are lacking, they will continue to flow in, okay? So just table it for a minute. I'm not asking you to ignore them for the rest of your lives. Just for a few minutes, our ego tends to create urgency where there is none. So specifically when it comes to money, if you're running out of money, your thoughts might be, oh my gosh, how am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to pay my rent? This bill's coming in, et cetera, right? And this is the very energy that pushes away the money that you are trying to bring in, okay? So I want to share with you actually a passage from Alan Cohen's book, The Mystical Messiah. And it really talks about the abundance of our universe and how these principles play out. He explains it really well, and then he ties it up with two beautiful affirmations. So I'm going to read this to you. The universe is brilliant in its ability to supply all of our needs. If you get a tax or unexpected, seemingly unfair bill, your divine source will help you pay it. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. God's treasury is deeper than any human demand. Again, this is where supply comes from source. If you resist the bill, worry about it, argue over it, focus on it, or paint yourself as a victim, your resistance will issue a psychic smokescreen that will prevent or delay your supply from reaching you. If instead 
you relax and trust, the stream of well-being will find you, often in miraculous ways. There is a rhythm to abundance. Sometimes money pours in and sometimes it flows out. This cycle is intrinsic to a healthy economic and psychological circulation. Be comfortable at both the crest and the trough of the wave. For everything that goes out, something will come in. If you start to worry about money, go to the seashore and observe the ebb and flow of the waves. Notice that when a wave leaves the shore, another one soon touches it. The ocean is far broader than any single wave. Meditate on the vastness and depth of the ocean, and you will recognize expansiveness of God's storehouse of supply. God is the source of my supply, or spirit, or source, or whatever you believe in. The universe takes care of all of my needs in wondrous and miraculous ways. So what I love about this is maybe the language I said before about ignoring, but maybe shifting your focus away. What I love about this is he says, if you instead relax and trust, the stream of well-being will find you. And knowing that money is, the circulation of money is just like the circulation of everything, the changes and shifts of everything. In that example, it was perfect, the ocean tides. Imagine when you take a breath in, you have to take a breath out. You cannot take 50 breaths in, right? It's all flow. It's all continuous, inward and outward. And so while our ego may want us to hoard money, worry about it, stress about it. That's the very thing that is holding you back from your authentic prosperity that you are meant to have on this journey. Those desires that you have of, and I'm not saying it's like you want a yacht, right? Like we all don't want that. But the things that will make you live your most authentically you life, the clothes you want to wear, the car you want to drive, the house you want to live in, the products you want to use, the food you want to eat, the experiences you want to have are not not meant for you. I think because of the way in which the world operates, we assume that we're being greedy or our desires are too big or whatever story you may be telling yourself or what others have told you but your desires are all valid, whatever they may be, big or small, and you are worthy of them. And the very fact that you have that desire, you are 99% of the way there. That was put within you by the universe for you to fulfill it. Whether it is meant to support someone who sells a product or service whether it is to be an inspiration for someone who wants that exact same desire or to just give you the experience of joy, which is why we are really here. So the smoke screen that Alan talks about is seems very real. And I will say when you shift into this challenge, everything kind of has a delay. Manifestation and the universe is not immediate and it's for good reason. So When you start shifting into perhaps these exercises, you may get a bill. 
you may see something and perceive it as a sign that, oh gosh, I'm not supposed to be doing this. I should be worried about my money, et cetera. And don't let that trick you out of it. This is just a delay from your past operating. So if prior to listening to this and prior to executing these practices I'm going to share, you've been thinking how little money you have, how much you want more, that you don't have enough, right? These are all ideas of lack. And I get it. I've been there. Trust me. I understand. You will potentially experience those things, like I said, in a delay after you start doing these practices. So give yourself a few moments of grace. If like you get a bill, like I said, within the next few days after starting this, if in 10 days you won't, I just know you won't, but if in 10 days you're doing this and you get one, you know what, message me and we'll talk about it because you'd be a miracle. (laughs) You can't, you can't attract what you aren't focused on. Okay, so just know you've you've done nothing wrong up until this point too. I just want to solidify that. You are exactly where you should be. You're you're perfect. Okay, cool. So let's talk about this challenge. Okay. It's very easy. It's gonna be three things. Cause why I'm not here to add more to your plate. It's really to create fun practices to get you in flow, to get you in trust, and to get you feeling good. Because it's really the destination is the journey. I can't say that enough. That should be on a cat poster and in everyone's room across America because we think that we want the manifestation instantly. We think we want the money right now. And if we got everything instantly, life would be such a bore. I love the example that Abraham Hicks has where they plan a trip and they're like, well, if... I start here at my house, and at the end of the trip, I'll end here. Why even go on the trip? And it's a joke because it's the idea that it's about the journey. It's about driving to the airport, having a beer, getting on the plane, flying to where you're going, talking to people, connecting with others. It's the process. It's the journey that is the juice. So these processes not only will create results, but it will allow you to feel better about where you're at while your abundance is on its way to you because it's already here. Likely, likely, yeah, likely landfall of abundance will come forward when you start doing these things if you haven't been doing them consistently because the universe is on the edge of their seat being like, yo, man, We know you want this. We've gotten the contrast. You've seen what you don't want. Now you know what you do want. You've asked us. It is given. Now you need to receive. So this is going to get you focused in the receiving mode, which is neutral. It's abundant. It's high vibe. It's trusting. It's grace and it's flow. Okay. So the first one you're going to do is five minutes in the morning and in the night, you are going to vision. You can start this off with a meditation if you'd like. That's the best way I like to do it. You do you, boo. But I think making sure you put yourself in a dedicated space where you're not being distracted. And what I want you to do is whatever prosperity you are calling into your life, whether it's money or a house or something that you desire. But again, we're kind of talking about money here today. Think of what the amount is. 
Don't think about the how. That's not up to you. Remember, source, all money comes from source. That's where your supply comes from. They will handle the details of how you'll get it. And I want you to close your eyes and imagine receiving this amount of money. How does it feel? What are you going to spend it on? Do you feel free, taken care of? You know that your desires are real, that you did it, that, hey, I don't have to struggle. I can enjoy my life, expressing gratitude and appreciation, getting yourself in the energy of, if I knew with 1000% certainty that this money not only is already here, but is on its way to me. Visioning out that version of you, living your life with this amount of money that you're trying to call in. Can you feel it? Get as specific as you can. I have a vision meditation on this podcast, a couple episodes down. There's also a ton of this on Insight Timer or on YouTube. But even just closing your eyes, and if you're a visual person, seeing yourself receiving this money. Again, not focusing on the how. It does not matter where you are right now. I don't care if you're $500,000 in debt. We're not talking about that. We are focused on what it is that you are calling in. How does it feel knowing that it's on the way? And you know with 1,000% certainty, you don't have to question it. The ease, the feeling of knowing, of being able to trust the process. What if this whole experience is literally just teaching you how to trust more? So letting yourself feel into these emotions is so important, especially first thing in the day, because it's creating your frequency, your energetic vibrant vibration, which will then attract people, experiences, and things directly to you that is a match to this energy. So the you that has already received this, okay? So that's what you're going to do. You're going to do this five minutes when you wake up, five minutes. That's all it takes, five minutes. And then before you go to bed at night, it's my favorite thing to do. I do it before bed. I don't just do it about money. I do it about anything that I'm trying to call in or just something that feels really good, like legit me walking on the beach and just feeling ease. But in this particular challenge, what you're going to do is think about what the energy, what the feeling is of you receiving this amount of money that you're calling in. Okay. Number two, and this is very important. Anytime a negative thought or belief comes in, which is learned, it's a pattern, it's a habit, likely, you are going to say out loud, maybe under your breath if you're in public, because you'll look like a kook, which is okay. Welcome to the kook club. You're in good company. You're going to say, that is not true. I am fully supported, and source is my instant Supply. You can substitute source with whatever you want, spirit, universe, God, whatever. 
Again, that is not true. I am fully supported and source is my instant supply. You may be saying this 500 times a day at first, and that's okay. Again, under your breath in public, people. (laughs) We have to create the illusion that we fit in. (laughs) But what this will do, it will help detach you because you are the observer of your thoughts. These thoughts you hold about money oftentimes are subconscious beliefs that you learned at a very young age. We're like icebergs. 95% of us is operating within our subconscious. Now, going into all that and trying to quote-unquote fix yourself and become perfect and not have any subconscious beliefs, you would literally spend the rest of your life in therapy. And I'm not knocking therapy. I think it's incredible. But I also think that nowadays we are so hung up on fixing ourselves that we could spend entire lifetimes doing so. You already are perfect. It is a shift in perception. It's not a change in circumstances for you to recognize that. And it starts by recognizing that you are the observer of your thoughts. And when you talk back to them, acknowledge them. You're not resisting them. Because what you resist persists. You're not saying you're wrong. You're just saying that's not true. Like, thanks. Like, think of it. I love the aunt commercial. I don't know if you've seen this, but I think it's progressive insurance. And, oh, ants. They call them ants. I call them aunts. Um, Might be a Midwest thing. I'm not sure. But they have a bunch of ants at the house, like aunt and uncle. Like, think of that. And they are like, we have a lot of ants is the homeowner say this. And then they have the ants walking around the house and one's going through the fridge and she's going, expired, expired, expired. It's fantastic. Because it's just like, they're like annoying. And they're like talking about how their pillows, they have too many pillows. I don't know. I can't remember the entire commercial. But anyway, I digress. My entire point here is that it's likely, imagine your annoying aunt, if you have one, or family member that you love. You love them. They're a part of you. They serve a purpose, but they might have some things that they say that you're like, why are you saying that? And imagine that this part of you is like that. I think we don't give that voice, that that limiting belief voice, enough credit. Fear is a voice that is misunderstood, is a friend that's misunderstood. This is a John Mayer lyric. Fear is a friend that's misunderstood. Imagine someone walked into your house and had a knife in their heart and they were yelling at you or saying things that weren't kind, right? They're in pain, physical pain. Now imagine someone is in emotional pain, which is the same thing. They might say things that are unkind, hurt people, hurt people. And this part of you may be hurt, may be in emotional pain. And it's a learned habit, a practice, a pattern that you may have had to have learned or thought you had to have learned at a certain period in your life in order to survive. And now it's no longer serving you. And it's an old, like, wrung out belief system. And you're over it. And so just giving it a little love, acknowledging it, don't resist it. And saying back to it, 
What it, I got to look at my notes here. That is not true. I am fully supported and source is my instant supply. Okay. So that's going to be your second thing you're going to do. And then number three. Now this one might feel a little bit scary at times, but in order to create the energy, when you come from the action of the version of you who has already received the money, acting as if it packs a punch. When you, what is the language? It's like put money where your mouth is, I guess. So you can say the things and feel the things, but when you take physical action, it's a powerful statement to the universe. Again, the universe is our friends. They're not withholding anything from you or saying you're you're not ready yet. They want to give you all of this. But energetically, if you're not a match, it cannot come. And so by taking action from the energy, the version of you that has received this money, I ask of you, not only once, but throughout your day-to-day, the version of you who is abundant, who loves and respects themselves, knows money is of endless supply, that it comes from source, how do they make choices about spending? So in particular, if you can go and buy yourself something that feels lavish and just out of reach, but you can't afford it, whatever that looks like, I highly recommend you do that. Because the feeling you will receive will completely catapult your energy into receiving quicker. Now, maybe you're not there yet. So where can you take small baby steps in this? For example, when you're at the grocery store and you want to buy the organic apples and they're $2 more, you buy them because you're worth the $2. And it's not even really, it is about worth. It is about that, actually. I was going to say, it's kind of another thought topic there. But knowing, again, that you are worthy of all of your desires that all of them are real, that all of them are meant for you. And by these three simple practices, so the first one is visioning out you receiving this money, five minutes, morning, and night. Whether you do this through a guided meditation, you create the vision, whatever that looks like to you. Taking dedicated time to do this. Number two, anytime a belief that is contrary, which they will fall away very quickly, Because once you shift your focus, you cannot be an energetic match to these negative beliefs. But whenever they come up, you say to them, that is not true. I am fully supported and source is my instant supply. And then number three, acting as if the money has come forward, specifically if you are able to give yourself a lavish purchase, whether it's a new handbag, a new pair of shoes, a facial, a massage, something that would make you feel so good. You owe it to yourself. You deserve it. You are worthy. And then if you're not there yet, how can you integrate the abundance principles, knowing that source is your supply, 
that there's not a finite amount of resources and making choices from there in your everyday purchases, whether it's at the grocery store, whether it is shopping somewhere, buying the fancy toilet paper, paper towels, whatever that looks like to you, just leveling up and knowing energetically that you're worth it and acting as if the money is on the way. Okay. A couple of other things I just wanted, I just thought of while I was recording here is the universe is so opulent in abundance. And when we start shifting our focus and express gratitude and appreciation, which increases our frequency, increases our vibrations, we come become an energetic match to what it is that we're trying to receive. Some other things to consider is in nature, how much abundance there is. We had a hurricane, which was basically light rain. I know there are areas that experienced some more damages, but we had some rain all day on Sunday. And I remember sitting outside and looking around at all the raindrops everywhere. It literally rained all day from like 6 a.m. to 1 a.m. Water is our most precious resource. And it was pouring down from the sky in opulence onto grades of black or blades of grass, grades of blasts. On blades of grass that are infinite, grains of sand, leaves on trees, oxygen in the air, the ocean, animals, birds, just all the things that are out there, things to purchase on Amazon. Just where can your brain take you that logically feels abundant? Because the more you focus on those things, the more that becomes your truth, the more comes into your life, those experiences of abundance, which creates a strong faith muscle that this is the way, that it's all energy, it's all frequency. You are meant to thrive. You are meant to have money to purchase the things that you desire. And it's all the circle of life. So once you get more proof, you can continue doing this in bigger and better ways. This is how I've gotten the things that I desire in my life. From the small, my first Louis Vuitton handbag, to my Land Rover, to my Mercedes, to the house that we bought, all of it. To the ring on my finger, all of it. And I did these small little practices. And again, it's so much less about the car I drive or the handbag I have or the ring on my finger. It is the feeling of connecting with my higher self who knows they're worthy of their desires. That's what it's about. The journey is the destination. And knowing that you can have what you want just because you want it. No other disclaimer required. It's safe here for you to have your desires. And I hope you feel less alone if you are someone who may be on the struggle bus of finances right now and 
are on the horizon of receiving. May money come to you in droves. May it show up at your doorstep with ease in an unexpected, miraculous way that is fun and exciting and increases your faith muscle so you can trust more, you can let go more, you can allow more, and you can just live. Not shooting or having to do anything. Just taking inspired action when it feels good. Connecting with those clients because you want to. Not because you have to. Okay? I hope you got something from this. As always, please know you are loved, you are supported, you are enough. Until next time. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In, and thank you for listening.